0: And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina?
1: Hanging in there, Rob.
0: How are you doing? Oh, better than you. (laughs) Just being honest. Yes,
1: (laughs) I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. you know, Not always,
1: but this time for sure.
0: This time, I think I'm definitely doing better than you. Although my (laughs) computer seems to be going a little batty, so I don't know. I'm a... I'm a little Thankfully,
1: like, that's not wrong. my problem this week.
0: That's very true. That's that's very true because <laughs> generally, generally, you have you have something going on with your computer. But we've kind I of fixed that. Over that's over the last going on, weeks. but but you've been I mean, pretty good. Like it's been working for quite a while now.
1: Oh, you better <laughs> knock on wood for that one.
0: Yeah, but we've we really made it kind of easy for you. Things are definitely much better. Well, you know,
1: I wasn't known for my technical abilities all these years; more of my that's, creative abilities.
0: So that's very true. That's very true. So we right, okay. what I could do. <laughs> we made it work. That's all that matters. You really. did. You did. Actually, I, mean, at the, I at just the end sat of the here day, I said thanks. Mm. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you like we got to be honest, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. So, but um, it works. Hey, uh, we were talking before we got on here about how cool we are and how you can go and visit our social <laughs> medias and stuff. <laughs> I mean, not really. I was but like, we were. were? <laughs> yeah, we weren't. <laughs> but you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Now I've been tweeting um, hey. things lately, and and there's a couple things on YouTube, but we're gonna work on that. Um, also you can hear us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere you can hear podcasts because I've thrown them everywhere. Actually, um, since we're, before we get too in deep, I believe we got a new, oh, maybe not a new country, but somebody was listening let's see. Uh,
1: a new country,
0: huh? I don't know if it's a new country, but I think we got, uh, I think we got uh, India again. So in somebody, a different place because we had
1: quite a few places for them. We
0: did. I think this one was in Mumbai, like the, mm. and I believe that was today. Yeah, today. So
1: nice in
0: Masharatra. and that was in Mumbai. So again,' someone's hearing us in uh India again, which is kind of nice, so thank you for
1: listening. Hear.
0: yes, very cool and uh we had someone in Lancaster today listen mm so yeah they're they're really listening to that uh making it harder to get married <laughs> uh it's kind of an interesting thing, i think uh um you know, it, it kind of hit with people. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. so much before we get in too deep again, before we get on this, let's go over here. So my friend down the street uh, who I talked about on one of our other shows texted me saying that I, whatever I said about her was wrong. So I'll have to say sorry on here, but
1: I don't have to say you're sorry. This is our podcast.
0: No, I if like if we fuck up if we fuck up we gotta say it we gotta because I I'm, I'm not all I I don't want to put out stuff that's like wrong information if I if I'm wrong I'm wrong but this one she actually sent me a link um after that we put out the the harder to get married because I remember I said like there should be like a questionnaire or a test or some kind of shit mm-hmm. there's a book it's called 101 questions to ask before you get engaged so. Hmm there you have it like there is something there there is some kind of um starting block for for things to ask before you and then that's not even married that's engaged like there this is some shit you better you better ask before you even give them the ring so i gotta give them some credit on that she uh, sent me that so uh i found that was interesting so for people out there who are contemplating that uh, you might want to pick up it. that book <laughs> i mean don't do it i mean don't do it. yes don't do not do it i mean i can't say that i'm a sucker i'm a sucker for that that love shit but you know well my anyway, divorce is final
1: I, on the seventh so i I, um, I know yeah so you're so you're all over. you're all
0: freed you're all freed I up to get married am. again i
1: am i <laughs> am
0: I don't know to get what that means again.
1: yet, but no, I'm fucked that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Not even five minutes in and we got you to say the F word. I'm proud of myself today.
1: Hey, I don't I think it's been a few shows, so.
0: I think it's been quite a few shows. I don't think you've said a curse word in quite a while. Nah, that's so true. I mean, but I mean, good. curse words. I, I don't count shit. Shit's kind of, you can say that on regular TV. But if you drop, like, fuck or cunt, like, those are, like, seriously bad words. So you, you, did, all right. you did all right. Yeah, they are. So um, so anyway, speaking of, like, um, being toxic and talking craziness and saying bad words all the time, we were going to talk about a toxic working environment. Because hmm. these days, I think <laughs> toxic work environments um, can be. Multiple things. It can be just the company in general or can be one employee that makes it absolutely horrible or it can Mm -hmm. be incredibly shitty management. And I think that that's another like thing that can just make your work environment utterly toxic because some people get away with shit than than other people. Um That's what true. about you? What else would you add to toxic work environment?
1: Well, my work environment's different. I mean, I have situations that I could point out. Like mm-hmm. there was um at one point I needed to have surgery on my leg and it was going around that they might have to amputate it. I won't go into the story, but I just fucked my leg up really bad. There's mm-hmm. two for you, Rob. Anyway, um That's good. I had to give my clients to other hairdressers and this one hairdresser told my clients that I had to have my leg amputated and I wasn't going to do hair anymore, but only did their hair on the days that I didn't work. Mm -hmm. And somehow, some way I walked into my place of work and I saw a couple of my clients there and I was like, Hey, how's it going? And they're like, Oh, how are you? How's your, Oh my God. Is that. One lady asked if I had a, <laughs> Is that a, like fake, a leg? fake leg.
0: And that's I'm like, awesome. no,
1: why? And she's like, because you got it amputated. I'm like, no, I didn't get You're it not, amputated. Not yet. She had Holy told my clients shit. that I had my leg amputated and wasn't going to do hair anymore.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that she could crazy. keep doing my
1: clients. And it took about three or four months before I I uh I figured that out, but just she was also somebody that she really made somebody else angry in the shop. And it was a crazy Saturday and, um, the two started yelling at each other like down the, the aisle way and F-bombs were dropped and it it was insanity. And I literally had to grab her by the front of her shirt and I drug her into the back of the shop and I grabbed the other chick by her wrist and pulled her in the back and all the way to the back of the, the parking lot. And I shut the door and I was like, are you guys fucking crazy? We have a whole... Um, We have a whole shop full of people and older people because, you know, we do hair. So, Mm -hmm. and you guys are acting like this. I said, figure it out. And I turned around and locked them out of the shop.
0: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that'll work. I mean,
1: toxic environments, it was for a few minutes, but, you know, it was handled. But you don't trust people after that, and you definitely don't let your guard down after that, and you don't uh, you don't do a lot of things because you you have to. And when you don't trust somebody, especially somebody that you work closely with, you really watch everything closer than you would.
0: Right. It, my problem is is like the one person that, when you have a really good crew. And it's the mm. one person that just drags everyone down. Yes. A- and and I've worked in several places that had that, where you're just like they're like Debbie Downer, like mm-hmm. no matter what. You're trying to have a, a decent time at work or whatever you're doing. And then they just turn it sideways to and the they point where you always want to
1: hear what's bad.
0: Uh, yeah. Either that or they just wanted, they want to
1: add to it.
0: They'll, they'll they'll definitely add to it or, or the ones that like, no matter what you do, they're they're They'll find the negative in every story. Mm -hmm. Like you're trying to tell something like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, and they'll be like, yeah, but this. And you're like, oh, dude, you fucking serious. Just go sit in your desk and go away from us. Mm-hmm. And or you know, so to me, that that's my worst kind of toxic place where it just seems no matter what you do, it's a no win situation because there's always that one person that fucks it up for everybody. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what my about thing. the
1: one that just likes to stir the pot, like always gets people fighting because they're oh, did you hear what so and so said or oh, did you hear what so and so did? I'm like, stop. Talking about stuff like that. Let it go. I'm trying to be, you know, and it's funny. I should never be the voice of reason because we all, you know, we know. But anyway, when I'm the voice of reason in the situation, that's when you really know that you're out of line.
0: <laughs> yeah. When when they're like, Tina's the one that's making sure everything's okay. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah, you I mean, keep... Uh, see i think you're like that outside of work maybe because i think that you are kind of the problem solver but really
1: maybe i don't know yeah
0: i i I see that in oh i see that in you i mean it my thing with the with quote unquote toxic work environments is when it drives good people away Mm -hmm. to where You know, they, 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 they go and they take it and they take it and they take it and it's until they snap. And I mean, I've worked in places where out of nowhere, you come in one day and they're like, oh yeah, they don't work here anymore. You're like, what do you mean they don't work here anymore? Like they were just here. Like, yeah, they quit. It's like no notice, no nothing. Just upright and quit. And and had been there quite some time. You know, I was like, wow, like what happened? And then, you know, you you either hear through people close to management or you hear from the manager because they're your friend or, you know, what the excuse was to leave. And it's usually another person that was just like, I couldn't take this person. I couldn't mm-hmm. take having to deal with them every single day. And I was like, wow, like how does it get there? And I've seen it in jobs that I've worked in in the last five years to where there are people who make you not want to come to work. And and it's, it's quite interesting to where you're just like, holy shit. Like I, I got, I left a job, worked somewhere else and wanted to come back to that same job. And I had, I don't want to say problems because I don't think I had problems. I had a, um, we just butted heads, these me and someone else, um, who happened to be related to the owner. Mm-hmm. So, I sat down during my re-interview because I had to have another interview. Or, eh, excuse me, um, not quite a really an interview. I shouldn't say that. It was more of like, like I was going to get the job, but we wanted to go over the <laughs> the certain things that would need to be met for me to come back. So we're talking. And this person was her daughter that I butted heads with. So we're sitting, we're sitting in this interview and, and this is verbatim. This is exactly what I said, which is kind of funny. She's like, yeah, I know you don't get along with her, but you know, can we make this work? And I was like, look, it's away from work. Uh, She was awesome. We had like, I had no problem with her. I'd put some stuff up in her house, a couple other things. So away from work was great. But at work, she came off and she used the I'm the boss's daughter against you. And that never works for me. I don't play that shit. I don't care who you are. That's, you know, you you know, put up or shut up. So during my my little thing, I was like, yeah, I, I have a problem with her. And, you know, I just want to make sure that we have the least interaction we can, you know, based on what we what we do. And she's like, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. I go, yeah, I go, because, you know, she's kind of a cunt. (laughs) And and I said it just like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because she could be. And and my boss goes, oh, yeah, yeah, she can be. (laughs) And I was like, "Wow, yeah, and I was like, look, and I had no problems with her when I went back. Um, Actually, we had a a good working relationship, but um, there had to be an understanding. I was like, look, I'm not coming back here to, you know, cause trouble. but But I also don't want to hear, you know. That kind of. I don't want to hear. I'm the boss's daughter or I'm the boss's son, because uh, I I don't care. <laughs> you know, I got hired here for a reason. You know, and and if I'm not producing, you know, trust me, I got dragged into that office a lot for doing things. <laughs> and, things. Yeah, like being snotty or or just work-related things. Um, I had a big mouth. I I don't hold things in. So if I have a problem, I have no problem telling people about it. Like upper management, I don't care. That's it's like, look, there's, there's, you know, once they, if they, they're either going to train you to stay or train you to leave. Right. You go to a place, they're going to train you and give you all this knowledge. And there's another place across the street that does the same shit you're just going to train me to leave. I'm going to go make more money somewhere else. And then I'm going to come back when you need me and I'm going to make more money again. So just make me happy while I'm here and I'll never leave. So that's kind of my, that's what I was always told. My old boss told me when I was working there, he goes, learn so much. They can't fire you. Mm -hmm. Cause once you do that, (laughs) it's, it's great. But we, we, we had a small toxic environment there. There was a time where the girls who worked in the office really didn't know parts very well, but they were supposed to. So we would call in and I'd ask for a certain part. And the girl's like, Yeah, I don't know if we have any. So I'd have to come in, walk to the back, look for the part, <laughs> see what it is. So during, we had a, um, a big meeting between the girls in the office and the guys in the field. And they, they didn't like bash us, but they were throwing out things that we did wrong as a crew. And, and they, the one girl goes, so is there anything that you guys want us to, to, Would you would like to say to us? And most of the people were very quiet and would sit on their hands and not say anything. And I just leaned over and I was like, yeah, you guys need to learn things. (laughs) I go, I go, you're useless. If I call you from the field and ask you if we have something and you don't know what it is. And then I got to drive all the way out here. I go, isn't your job to know this? And it got really quiet. (laughs) like, they got all pissy with me. I got dragged into office for that one, but I went to my boss and I was like, I didn't say anything shitty. I just said the truth and they didn't want to hear the truth. I was like I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just being honest and those are the things that can get you in trouble. But I didn't want a toxic environment at work. I wanted everyone to be happy and but you can't throw stones if you're in a glass house.
1: That's very true.
0: So, but to me, the, those are the toxic traits, the ones that are just they're looking for something to be wrong so they can either prove it. You know, like, oh, I told you you were wrong. Or they they want to throw their knowledge in your face. It's like, uh, okay. Those are things that just drag people to quit. And these days with uh, being canceled or not being able to say certain things or stand up for yourself. I think that there's, it's got to be, you know, really worse. I work at a place where we say things that in most places would get us fired. <laughs> but it's, I can we, say whatever I want to and not get fired. Like, uh, you know, it, I work in a place, that's all guys. There's only seven of us. Like we say horrible shit to each other. Horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible stuff that that, again, I'm sure if I said it out loud on here, there'd be people that would be offended over it. Like what? Uh, no, <laughs> no. No. No, I can't can't do that. And, get, and the, I'll get canceled. Someone will be mad and stop listening. Nah. But yeah, but but, you know, we all have that understanding. It's I didn't go into there throwing throwing you know bombs Mm -hmm. on them with you know i learned the people that i could talk to that way and some of the people who i don't i don't Mm -hmm. i don't talk that way to anybody or just everybody
1: yeah you have to know your audience and know you know
0: correct who's gonna
1: be okay with it like you could say something to me that you probably couldn't say to most other women
0: uh, yes it's probably true yeah you have yeah, to I, have get, that I, I get away with a lot with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or that's, I get a lot away a lot with you. I don't know yeah. which is which.
0: I mean, uh, I I I would say that my filter with you is pretty non-existent.
1: Good. I yeah, like when everybody treats me as if they don't have one. That's when you get yeah. the best stories.
0: And, well, and I think that's when you get the best humor and the and the best
1: relationships being, too.
0: Yeah, just being natural, being who you yeah. are. So, you know, that that toxic trait if you take that to work ends up being something that's it's such a downer. It's like an anchor. It's like dragging mm. an anchor around work all day long. I mean, and I've worked at places literally where I was like I don't want to come here anymore. I would call yeah. in sick during the week. I would look <laughs> at my schedule knowing what I had to do. And because we had it in advance, and I just call and sick on that day. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing it. Wow. Yeah, it was bad.
1: I had a, I had a coworker that used to just screw with me. I don't know why. I I didn't like her from the get. So I, when I don't like somebody, I just look past them and keep going. I don't try to get involved. I just the minimal amount of effort it takes to stay away from them. That's what I want, you know, for myself. So she was relentless with screwing with me. Uh, so I would tell a client something during a consultation and she'd come over and she'd be like, can I see what you're talking about? And she'd be like, well, you know, you could do this or that, which was completely contrary to what I had just said. And then she would say, well, Tina's, Tina's your hairdresser. God bless. Like what, and then you throw God on top of it. It's like, you Man. bitch. And this went on. Well, so she did that a lot. And so then I did a couple of things back, just like she did to like say, you know what, this is bullshit that you do this. But it just fueled the fire. It, I don't know if she was trying to get my attention because she wanted to be my friend, but she didn't know how to be normal. Or was she really out to get me? I hate to think that anybody's out to get somebody else. Like I'm not a victim. So if that was her thing, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to let that. I don't know, leave a taste in my mouth. But anyway, we'll just say she wanted me to be her friend and I couldn't, I couldn't freaking handle her because every time I turned around, she was contradicting me and then she'd throw in God bless. And I just wanted to slap her before she got to God bless or, or she would tell me, oh, have a good weekend, Tina. I'll pray for you. No, I don't want you praying for me. If I need some prayer, I'll pray for myself or better yet. Why don't you pray that I don't strangle you next week? Cause that's really what I need help with. like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and i would tell her these things like don't pray for me i don't need that from you not that again i don't want to piss everybody off and say prayer is not you know a powerful thing it is i just didn't want her talking shit and then saying she'd pray for me because all i wanted to do was slap her with something yeah it, it got really annoying and she did that for a couple years and uh I, I did leave that shop. I couldn't freaking take the the religious aspect of it that was being thrown my way. But uh, she drove me to drink, that lady. <laughs> and I ran into her once and I was like, oh, God, there she is. And she's like, Dana, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. And I was like, please just let me die.
0: <laughs> she she's was like, please go away.
1: She was so much though. It was nonstop. It was relentless. It was multiple times during the day. And you know, when you're a hairdresser and you want people to have faith in you that you got that you got them. You know, whatever they want to talk to you about, you got them. However you want your hair done, you got them. You know, mm-hmm. like she just fucked with me so much. And and I I honestly I I I couldn't even the things I said to her, thinking that she would leave me alone, just fueled the fire, and and it made my life miserable. At a place that I liked to work for a couple of years, I did not want to go to work.
0: Yeah, it's it's a killer. It it's it's crazy how one person can suck the life out of you, mm-hmm. or or suck the life out of of the place you work. Because I've mm-hmm. worked at a place where. It was everyone like this one person did it to every single person that worked there. And and you could go across the board on how they would again, like drag you down. It wasn't it wasn't even like I, I don't even know how to say what they did.
1: It was like a was looming just, cloud over everybody.
0: That's that's probably the best way of saying it. It was just this, yeah. It was like a storm. Every time you walked into the the place, mm-hmm. you could you could hear the thunder and lightning in the background, and you're just like, oh yeah. So I'm <laughs> sure that it's that that you know that this isn't this isn't a new thing. I'm sure that the the toxic work environment has been around for quite some time.
1: And in all honesty, I don't think ours have been that bad.
0: I don't either. I think all in all, we've probably been pretty good. Like I said, with the exception of one job where it just was, it was rough. It was so hard to go to work because you just knew that no matter what you said or did, it was going to turn into this, just bad bad thing so but i think it's it's a lot more common than we think uh, at least talking to some of my other friends um and and they're in like much different fields so it's kind of like all over um i have a friend who's a nurse and she's um a supervisor so she, she is a nurse, but she went in and became a supervisor. And to hear her stories about how nurses are, it's, you know, because they're all, they just have like weird stories. Like she's just like this and this. And, and it's like, it's compounded because once you become a supervisor, you, it's like you're out of the crew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're not part of the clique anymore because you're not union. Mm-hmm. Like that's, Oh, um, the same with my best friend. When he, once he became a supervisor, everyone's view of him changed.
1: I get that. So that Cause it, they have it more authority. Kind of weird... So
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to act a and little then, different.
0: And then my other, my other nurse friend, the one who lives close to here, um, she would tell me stories about like the people in HR or the people in, that did the schedule because, you know, the, there's a someone who does the schedule for different doctors mm-hmm. and how it was just in, insane how that person treated people. Mm. So, it and, and again, like, it, not, I, I don't think that it ever got to the point where she was like, I want to quit. But how, you know, the things she called her were almost, like, I fell out of my chair.
1: What? And I was
0: like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean... In what she called the person who made the schedule, like her nickname for her, because, you know, they all everyone didn't like her. So they all had these little nicknames or or uh, I can't say Mm -mm, that's it's bad. It's Spanish word, though, which is kind of funny. But those are like kind of the things as well, where like it's a kind of across the board where you'd think like a doctor's office or or a medical building would be like better because you're, you're around professionals. You know what I mean? That, no, it's not because you're, mm-hmm. you're around people mm-hmm. and people are the problem. <laughs> it's not the profession. Absolutely. Cause I mean, I've, I've worked at places, m- mostly my early jobs. Like I worked at an arcade for a while when I was 18. Um, and even there you'd think, Oh you, all you do is like collect change and, <laughs> And make sure people don't do dumb crap. But even there, it was like we had a guy who worked a night shift, and someone wanted to change with him, and he had a conniption fit. I worked a night shift, and I don't it's like, whoa, crazy person. It's one night. Like, don't get batty. And and it's crazy how people are so uh selfish I guess and and I think that kind of thing is what makes another thing about work a toxic environment where it's just not a team player when you don't have team players Mm -hmm. Um, mostly in a place where you really have to have it if you if you work in an office and you have your own office and you do your own thing and you really don't report to anyone but the boss like literally anyone have at it you know do whatever you whatever you want play your music, put whatever it is on your desk. But when you work in a pit or a place where you work off of each other, kind of like you do, even though you're kind of an independent contractor, you know, you have to have a good working environment between the people because you don't want to walk in there and their their issues now are your client's problem. Yeah. And and that makes them not want to come back to you because they're like, yeah, she works in this crazy ass place. The hell do I want, the hell do I want to go there for? So it, it, it's a it's a weird thing that you have to kind of look at when you start looking in the environments that are a problem.
1: I get that. And it does, you know, it seems like it affects everything. Like it affects productivity. It affects people's morale. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't seem to be like it ever plays out in a positive manner. You know, like somebody giving everybody a hard time. It, it, it doesn't make the situation better or it doesn't change the way that other people are. They just become defensive. And if they're defensive, they're not going to be reacting in a way that's positive in any manner. But I see that a lot happening. Like, I, I don't have it much anymore. I think all of us are just kind of, once you've been around the block a few times, you know, you get in your groove and you don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You know, you kind of got your own life. So I don't really experience any of that anymore. But back when I was first a hairdresser, the drama and the crap that went on amongst the like the shorter term hairdressers was it was pretty insane where the old timers they they didn't have any of that drama they had their established group of people that they worked on and they did their thing and then they went home and i i watched them and said i don't want to be a part of this young crowd i don't want any part of it like i'm going to hang out with the people that have been around the block hopefully learn from them and then you know, everything will be all right. Like I don't like to make waves, especially I don't like to make waves where I have to be. I don't like to make them really at all anyway. But uh when you're working, you don't need that shit. I already have a hard time not wanting to go to work. <laughs> I don't
0: need right. I
1: don't need other people helping that out. I'm having my own my own struggles.
0: Well, I mean in, it, it it's 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 twofold as well because like let's say you're having a shitty time at home sometimes your work is your escape oh yeah (laughs) and you don't want to go to the place where you're like oh at least i have a few hours away Mm -hmm. to decompress and then go to a place that's just as shitty and you're like ah for god's sakes no let's Let's do that. Or, you know, or you don't want to have such a toxic work environment. You take it home every day. And the only thing you want to talk about is how shitty work is. Yeah, no. It's like.
1: <laughs> when I leave, I don't say anything about work. People say, how was work? Am I? It was good. But I don't I don't want to talk about it. It's not. If there was a fun story that somebody told me or something that I can't believe I was told, I'll share that because I've got some really good stories over the years. Like you just got to share them because you can't believe what you're hearing. Mm -hmm. But, um, no, I don't think, I don't even think about work when I walk out the door. I'm already like, wait, what? I thought we were doing something else, you know? But I've been very, very lucky for that. Like my ex, when he left work, he was still at work and his brain worked for hours at work, even though he wasn't there. I, I don't know what I would do with a job like that. I think that that's a toxic work environment when you can't get it out of your head. That's mm-hmm. that's a lot, you know, couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, it, it it's a mental thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I took my work home for a couple of years and kind of took it out on my kid and kind of woke up one day and I was like, I'm not going to let the environment ruin me. Yeah. And, and from that day forward, and that was about, three, two, let's say six years ago, six or seven years ago, probably six, um, I told my supervisor, I said, look, this is where I'm at. I'm going to tell you right now When I when this door closes behind my butt. I, I don't care. Don't call me about work. Don't ask me about work. Yeah. Unless I'm on call. I, I don't care. <laughs> and
1: and, shouldn't. and I literally and shouldn't
0: and you shouldn't. Um, we should not even now, to
1: work. We should work to live. There's something to be said. for That's that.
0: that's a huge thing. I, I totally agree. I'll, I'll give you an example. So the guys at my work right now, they have the company email on their cell phone, their personal cell phone. And they have. Some of our clients call them on their personal cell phones oh, no. away from work. So, and and then, like, they've been doing this a long time, and it's a sales industry. Um, but one day, some some guy called me and was like, "Oh yeah, can you text me this?" And I was like, "No." And they're like, "Well, what do you mean?" I go, "No, nah, I don't have a phone." And they they kind of were like, "You don't have a phone?" I go, "I don't have a phone that I do for work. I have a personal phone that I don't give my number out." And they were like kind of offended they were like oh i was like no, i'll email it to you <laughs> but i'm not sending you off I my think phone that's number.
1: great you should have boundaries work should not affect your home life it just shouldn't
0: mm-hmm. yeah and i was like having none of that shit i was like Mm-mm. and and so one day one of the guys in my work's like oh you know did you get the email over the weekend i was like no like, no. I was like, I, I, I was like, I don't have the company email on my phone. They're like, you don't. I was like, no, I refuse to do it. And they were like, you just, you just said you weren't going to do it. I said, yeah, that's exactly what I said.
1: And I you said, should if, if be they, like that.
0: And I said, if you want me to have email, you'll get me a phone. And they were like, oh, we can't do that for everybody. Then you're not putting it on my phone. Cause that's my personal phone. Right. And that's. And I'm sure that I got chastised somewhere for it, (laughs) but I refused. I'm like, look, there's, that's my border. When I'm here, I'll work my ass off for you. And I'll from seven to four or eight to five, I'm, I'll bust my ass when I'm here, but I'm not, you know, at 401 or 501, I'm done. And I'm, don't think about it. I don't care. Um, you know, to me, everything can be dealt with tomorrow. You're that's right. how I look at it. You're right. Once you're off work, I'll deal with it tomorrow. And, you know, I know a lot of people don't like hearing that, but that's, you know, that's, that's the rule of thumb to be happy. I think taking your shit home is the kiss of death and it's toxic for you and the environment that you're in. So I, I, if you have that boundary, when I go to work, that's what to me makes my work less toxic mm-hmm. because I, I don't let it to there. Even though I might work with somebody who gets under my skin, every blue moon, I, I do my best to go. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and just keep going because you know some people you just can't fix and, why and you, would you can't fix let anybody
1: it... just stay out of their way <laughs> just don't well yeah don't get caught but there's, up in there's it.
0: It. it's like the team player aspect there i've worked with people who aren't team players and you can't fix that mm-hmm. but it would it would drive me kind of bonkers like dude we do all this shit why don't you just do what we do and they were like mm-hmm I'm like, all right. And it bothered me at first, but now, like I said, I just go, okay, whatever. But I'm also the kind of person that goes, don't ask me to do shit. Then Mm -hmm. when you need it, don't come looking my way. Cause mm, I don't do that. I'll do it for him and him because they, they always do me good. If you do me dirty, then I can't help you. So, you know, there's something to be said about that, but I don't want that I don't want to work in that kind of environment ever again. I'm much too old for that. Um, I think as people, we have to understand that you have to work in a difficult environment. I'm okay with that. That's just part of being a, a worker and um, being around, some folks that you st- will never get along with but you have to still be a team um, wrestling locker rooms were quite like that
1: <laughs> really there,
0: there were mo- oh yeah there was lots of people that I I didn't I won't say I didn't like them I will say that we were different kind of people
1: yeah I always so say they're just I not didn- my people
0: so Yeah, I I did my best to stay away from them in the best of ways. Like I was never a a dick to them, but I was definitely, you know, I just didn't, I didn't put myself in the way of their train. I let them (laughs) do their shit and be them and not let it affect me. I went, did whatever I needed to do, and then I left. And that's kind of how I take it to whatever job I go to. Yeah. Because when you're in a, a locker room full of many, many, many different kind of personalities um, or you work for a company that has 30, 40, 50 people in the same building, if if not more, you can't let a couple of people drag you down because it would, it would make it absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. So I do my best to you know, be great and do my thing with all the people that I can. Um, I understand as who I am that I'm not going to get along with everybody. And sometimes you have to just understand that and stay away from the toxic people.
1: That's I was going to ask you, what do you do to deal with it? But that's pretty much you're telling me you're telling me what I would do, which is just bob and weave like get get away from them try to just not deal i i just don't deal with people
0: Mm -hmm. like that so
1: that would be my answer
0: too yeah it just makes it simpler for everyone yep and even when those people try to drown me i do my best to swim away yeah because it it's gonna do nothing but blow up and the last thing I want to do is that.
1: Is be the crazy I'll one just, blowing up because you can't take it anymore. Yeah. I mm-hmm. get that. Or, or
0: or being the one guy that just like, did you hear what Rob did today?
1: Because <laughs> it's always like the person that loses their shit. It's always mm-hmm. like they're crazy. It's never yeah, it's, what, it's, was, what led it's up to that. It's never the toxic
0: person. Mm-hmm. It's never the person who did the crazy shit mm-hmm. from the very beginning. You're like, you know, he's been doing this shit forever, right? It's the one who loses their gasket.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and,
0: and so I just don't even get involved. I hear that shit going on in the background. I just go walk over this way.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Just go. And then I get the one that later on where they're like, did you hear about what happened? I'm like, "Mm -mm, nope. I I always get that. Yeah, and I'm
1: like, no, I didn't. Always. What happened? I want to hear about it. I just don't want to be a part of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think now maybe with with less um, or more online work where you don't go in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I would love. I, I've I had five days off this last week. I, I've realized that's the kind of job I want now. I want a job where I just wake up, go to my computer, do no, my shit. You can't, and, and, you can't
1: isolate, and you would.
0: You're already isolating. Uh, Yeah, I I think I'd be okay though. Uh, It was great. hanging around with my dog all day.
1: Do you realize Mm -hmm. what it took for me to get you talking in the first place? If you started to isolate, I'd never get you out of the house.
0: No, I no, I think I think that I disagree with that. I think I would I would still be who I am. I just think it would be an easier thing where I don't have to deal with folks. I don't have to drive into work, that kind of thing. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I, I definitely was like, I think I could do it. <laughs> but who knows? I, I think I would have to have a place where um, I had a, an office. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that if you do that, you can't have your computer in your bedroom. Because my, my friend in, in um, North Carolina, when I went to visit her, she had her, because she was living in an apartment at the time. She had her, her computer for work in her bedroom. Mm-mm. And, and yeah, she, since then um, she bought a house. So she was going to have an office. And I said, that, and that's what I told her. The first thing you need to do is get an office.
1: I <laughs> first agree thing. with that.
0: Because you have to have a place that's work. And then the rest of your place is home. And that's the only way you can make that work. Cause if I had to get up out of bed and literally just roll over and get on my computer in in my same room, I would probably have an issue.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want that. But then again, I don't want to
0: work on a computer
1: either, so there's that.
0: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately I do now, so it's... But I also deal with human beings who walk in. Mm -hmm. So, but I get in trouble for talking too much too, so... No. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I get in in trouble all the time. Yeah. (laughs) so I was like do you talk too much I go yeah I know I can't help it because once I get rolling on a conversation ah it's bad (laughs) heaven forbid it's about something (laughs) other than work like guns or politics or whatever I just I I just ramp up man I was like so yeah those are those are kind of the, the fun ones so but hey we're, we're near the end of our show here. Yeah,
1: we're definitely on time. <laughs> so over. let's
0: uh, we're over by a little bit. We'll see what the little snub in, in uh, issues with our our audio mm-hmm. that no one else saw um, or heard because I don't think you could hear it. My thing is toxic work environments will drain you to death. If you feel like you're in one, you have to find a way out. Most if it's one that's just uh, absurdly burying you or sinking you to the bottom of the pool, it's you, uh, you have a very short time on this planet. Mm-hmm. Best um, to be happy. Th- it, best to be the happiest you can. Mm-hmm. And And if that one person's fucking it up for you, you got to find a way out. That would be my uh, my thing. I get you.
1: I'm with you on that too.
0: Good, good. See, <laughs> we we agree on a lot of shit. We got to get somebody on here who d- disagrees with us. If not, we're in a lot of trouble. I think it's uh,
1: I think it's okay. Yeah, well, we've been doing it this point. long. It's okay.
0: That's true. <laughs> I know. That's very true. So, uh, on that, you can. Uh, Check us out on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's Don't get this twisted on all of them. Um, Also on YouTube. And then you can hear us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and uh, pretty much every place you can hear a podcast. Um, You can check our link in the description of this show to go to our, our webpage and our email. So if you want to see past shows, you can check it out there or on any of our uh, podcasting places. <laughs> you see that guy in the background there? You yeah. see that guy? That's he's cool, saying, right? You see, it's
1: time to get up, Dad.
0: Yes. Yeah. My my dog just laid on the, on the bed behind me and he's like, it's time to go. He wants to nap out. He's pissed at me. <laughs> he needs to go for a walk. Well, go do it. So, uh, besides that, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday to hear us and we're going to have, uh, lots of fun stuff for the new year. Anything else to say there, Miss Tina?
1: No, I'm, I'm good on that one.
0: (laughs) Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.